Boy, you need more lube. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as ScottCast. Today, I am joined by the illustrious triumvirate. Yes, former Pod King fan favorite Ian Dixon, along with the Dread Pod King, current Pod King himself, Sneaky D, David Vander Hayden. And we've got so much amazing, beautiful content planned. We're about to embark on what could possibly be a landmark podcast tonight. Plans for plans, man. <laughs> You're ready for the plan about the plans. It's a plan. Yeah, it's exactly we're planning what it is. something. That's the plan plan. Yeah. I took a personality test the other day. And it and it told me that it, it judged me on a lot of like different metrics. Like, am I a conscientious person? Not very. Am I, let's say, conservative? Not very. Um, am I open? Extremely, extremely open. And I think the the kind of axis it was drawing it on is like, do I appreciate new ideas? Do I do I generate new ideas? Do I do I go after things? And I'm open to the point of a fault where it's like, I see a new idea and it's like a shiny diamond oh, in the roof. Up. You're cut, Scott. We can't hear you. Oh, you can't? <laughs> wow. Censored. <laughs> very open. Yeah, you got to be very open. And uh, here's why. Let me tell you. Wow. I wonder why. Scott, well, you, yeah, we can't hear you, man. Brand new pod concept. What if you couldn't hear what we were saying? <laughs> Dude, that's he, he didn't even have to spell it out for us, and yet you figured out you cracked the code. Yeah, <laughs> I guess somehow Ian just immediately called you on your experimental endeavor. You guys can't hear me, but I can actually. I'm re- right, I'm Scott. recording to that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, is that a this thing? is what happens when you try to be open, Scott. <laughs> This is quality. Every time I open up. Yeah. Wow. So we just experienced audio troubles. Apologies for our audio mishap. It's delayed. Is it delayed? Clap. One, two, three. Clap. That's pretty good. One more time. One, One, two, two, three. three. Clap. Scott wasn't ready. Okay, I was going to go I'm down from five. You know, five, four, three, two, one, and then clap, okay? okay. Five, four, okay. three, two, one, clap. That's great. All right, five, whatever. You sound <laughs> delayed. Maybe Ian was delayed. Maybe you're Maybe delayed. brain was delayed. I think you're delayed. I think that T has you're something in it. Yeah, somebody's, it's called pacing. Yeah. So um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, we were talking about how I'm the most open guy. Incredibly open man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> it fucked his audio. What is happening? I don't think this is happening. This man. is not happening. God hates us. So, uh, I watched Lawn Mower Man recently. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Like similar to Florida Man, I it's hard to say if it's similar to La- Florida Man. I don't think it is. Like I watched it and thought it was the most absurd thing I ever saw, but in the days afterwards, I began to think it might be the most genius piece of filmmaking ever made. Why is that? It it possibly inspired 
the likes of Jurassic Park even. Without Lawnmower Man, we don't have Jurassic Park. Really? It came out? I don't know about that. <laughs> I have an late? argument for that particular point. So Yeah. Yeah. If if we're I gonna... think they were in production at the same time. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well maybe okay. Okay. I, I would love to, I would love to hear your thoughts though. It's concurrent evolution at 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 the worst. But here's my thought. Ian Malcolm? Mm-hmm. Ian Malcolm, the chaotician of Jurassic Park, uh, played by Jeff Goldblum. He's got his leather jacket and leather pants and has his shirt ripped open, and he's talking about how dangerous all these things that people are just playing around with are. This is the exact role. Oh, fuck. Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ah. Did it happen? Did something happen? Oh, my God. Your game is... Fucking loud, dude. I I think the lawnmower man is fucking with us. So why do you think that Scott likes lawnmower? Are we still recording all this? I can see that like Pierce Brosnan's character and Jeff Goldblum's characters uh, have sort of similar characteristics. They sort of play the same throughout the the course of the film they're like the moral compass of the film sort of but only kind of like pierce brosnan is kind of the one that's fucking with things and like he develops a conscience about it once it goes wrong questioning himself instead of questioning others yeah but then like he just was like oh i fucked that up let's try it again What's like so I don't think that's what Jeff Goldblum would do. I think he would be like, "Yo, this is bad idea, chaos." Unbutton another shirt on this chaos theory. Yeah, keep going. So, like, what, what, what is the stuff they're trying to prevent in Lawnmower Man? That's so bad. Um, there, there's a special character named Job. Job from the Bible. Yeah. So this character, um, he's on the spectrum. Like, obviously, like it's part of the plot. He wears overalls very specifically. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's about there on the spectrum. The uh, overalls. O- overall, I would say he's, he's on, on the spectrum. Yeah. yeah, this movie was made in like 1992. So imagine Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Yeah, they're like, oh, overalls. I got you. Yeah, it's that type, that archetype. Gotcha. So what about the overall guy? So... Pierce Brosnan invents this virtual reality machine that looks a lot like um, what virtual reality looks like today, where you get the big goggles and you just fuck around in your living room. And he invents this, and and he and there's a special little trait virtual reality has in this universe. When you play it, you get smarter. But he also injects you with some weird chemicals. Anyway, that's besides the point. Hmm. He wants to prove that this will do good for humanity. He just needs a human trial. They tried it with a chimp, and the chimp went crazy, and the chimp haunted his dreams for a good 30 minutes of the movie. That was the best part of the movie. It really was. The, like the <laughs> the intro, the first five minutes when the chimp like goes wacko and kills people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, a tr- like, imagine a chimp... But like dramatically expressing PTSD. I know none of these topics are funny, but when a chimp does it, for some reason it is. Ah, the old chimp card. Yeah, it's a monkey. 
But it's also acting it out in like a a scenario that looks like a bad port of doom. That's a good point. Yeah, they have this virtual reality and like they're pimping it up as like the most advanced form of technology available. You enter in this universe and and it's and it's completely immersive and you watch it. I would I wouldn't say it's an advanced port of doom. I would say it is worse than doom. <laughs> There's like That's seven said, pixels said, a screen. <laughs> I said bad port. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, I agree completely then. It turns out we did watch the same VHS tape. Yes. Oh, that's an important point to make, actually. So we watched this on VHS. The key with VHS is, and one of the most tragic aspects of the medium, is that the best films you watch on VHS will eventually uh, just die. And they will die faster than anything else because you watch them and they wear down. But this copy of Lawnmower Man played fucking perfect. It was like Blu-ray. It was amazing. It's better with age. Yeah. It was the wine of VHS tapes. But yeah, I, I, where were we? At? Where, what point am I trying to prove that it's the best movie ever? Yeah. It's yeah. I'm so confused why Lawnmower Man, but uh, you know, sounds interesting. Does the chimp kill someone with a lawnmower? No, the Job. Job is the lawnmower man. That's right. Okay. His job at the beginning of the show is um, he mows lawns for a Catholic priest who who whips him with a belt. You know, because they really need to lean on the whole Job thing. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else are you gonna call a guy like that? John. Well, no, that's also what's a non-biblical name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a non-biblical name. Is Ian non-biblical? Well, yeah, well, because it's John, but Scottish. Scottish. Yeah, that'll work. But like, you could just uh, oh, Mercedes or um, Adidas. <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> oh no, I mean son of Donald. McDonald's. We need the son, the lawn mode. <laughs> Yeah, McDonald's does mean uh, son of the ruler of the world. So it's a fitting title for a guy who wants to take over the world and make it a better place, I guess. Yeah. Did you just say McDonald's wants to rule the world because it's in the name? That's literally what McDonald's means. It means son of Donald, and Donald means world ruler. Really? And yeah, ruler of the world. Yeah. Do you think if Donald Trump was named like like Jeff, he would yeah. have been Donald Trump? Like one well, day, he, like he, as a child, he uh, he read a book, you know, been like, oh, Donald, you know what that means? It means this, ruler of the world. But like if you read Jeff, it'd be like, you know what Jeff means? It means Jeffrey. And he's like, ah, I don't want to look at what that means, though. Yeah, we didn't name you Jeff. We named you Jeff, like the peanut butter <laughs> shit. And he's like, oh, man, I don't think I'm going to ever be anybody. My name's fucking Jeff. I think that's why I'm so open is because Scott, you know what that means? You're from Scotland. Oh, yeah, maybe. that's it. That's the whole fucking meaning. Yes. It it's is. not like like Scott, you're from Scotland and there and, and like Scotland, the word Scott means like brave man or something or brave soul or or even island nation. I don't know. It it just means the area. That's it. That's all it is. It's just it's very regional. It's just like, yeah, you know that place? And the north side of that weird island where 
industrialization started. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, well, you know, in the future in Scott Cast City, they're just going to name people off of where they live. You know, they're they're just going to be S or C or O or TT because those are, you're going to have Scott Cast City shaped like the letters in certain areas, and they're just going to be. Hold on. Are are we even recording? <laughs> We're recording on my uh, Zoom R A L eight. It's okay. gonna be a weird fucking episode. I'm gonna just say yeah. that, and it might not okay. air. It might be a lost episode, but I'm having a goddamn fun time. I don't know. If you guys aren't having fun, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> I just saw zero hours, zero minutes, and zero seconds. I was like, mm. no, no, I never. Just, right now, uh, put, put that out there. Yeah, right now we're hoping that my uh, my mixer doesn't shit out. If that shits out, then okay. my God really does not want this at all recorded <laughs> or to even happen. Because like Meteor who the fuck's listening? <laughs> it's it's the Job cast, man. It is the Job cast, man. Job, the man of, of whom all punishments were visited upon in some weird bet with Satan. <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about the story of Job, by the way? It's really fucked up. It is a fucked up story. It's like Satan goes to God, right? And he's like Hey, look at this guy. He's the most pious guy in the world. He's so nice. And you treat him nice. And, you know, that's that's probably why he's pious. And God's like, no, it isn't. And Satan's like, yeah, it is. And then God's like, no, it isn't. And then Satan's like, you think? And God's like, yeah. And Satan's like, make a bet on it. And God's like, sure. And <laughs> Satan's like, I bet I could fuck this guy up so hard. And he'll be like, hail Satan in like, I don't know, six months. Maybe there was a timeline. I don't know. They're immortal beings. Maybe they don't understand time. So, God's like, sure. (laughs) This most pious guy. (laughs) Because Satan just showed up and talked shit. (laughs) Gets tortured. Gets his family killed. Gets his job taken away. Gets his house burned down. Gets, like, pestilence. His dick falls off. I don't know. Anything that could possibly happen happens to Job. His podcast gets fucking destroyed. (laughs) His podcast (laughs) stops recording. (laughs) And like at the end, say it's just like, ah, whatever. And God's like, yeah. Like he doesn't end up giving anything to Job. <laughs> <laughs> Job never <Yeah>. wins. <laughs> I guess he gets recognized. He gets a story in the Bible, which is like, you know, I guess it's like getting your jersey up in the Hall of Fame. No, it- but like getting a loser mug, Scott cast loser mug. Cast. <laughs> hey, at least you got a fucking mug with your name on it. <laughs> yeah, that's your name, right? Feud cast loser. Yeah, your dick fell off, and you got you got a coffee mug. <laughs> so that's Job, and that's who the character's named after in this film. And the idea is, um, Job, the character in the Lawnmower Man, is stupid. And Pierce Brosnan tries to make him smarter with this thing. But in doing so, he becomes so smart that he can generate digital like creations of beings to a swarm of an army. And he does so. And he, at the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm about to with this next part of the sentence. <laughs> he ends up escaping into the internet. And when he's in the internet, 1992 style, he calls everybody on Earth at the same time, presumably to like 
introduce such himself. power, such unbridled power to be able to make a phone call <laughs> to the whole fucking world. Exactly, it's the most annoying fucking uh, negative ending I've ever heard. He, he fucking makes a, a tweet. Cower at the power of dial-up internet. <laughs> hey, sorry guys, I had to wait for it to dial up. <laughs> and so I contend that to be one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. I mean, given that premise, which everybody who somehow managed through this cast is now like, why am I working so hard for this review? <laughs> <laughs> like this premise doesn't sound appealing at all but i, I still need... don't even know why, it's, why it relates to jurassic park I, i'm still lost well that's just the and malcolm but let me let me explain where i'm going okay okay let me tell you this movie is the same way you struggle through this job-like premise and somehow somehow every scene draws you in you you don't want to press stop we watched that movie ian and you can confirm this Simply to watch the VHS um, trailers at the beginning of the tape. There was only one. <laughs> exactly. But for some reason, we never stopped the VHS tape. At any point in that premise, did we stop and we're like, you know, there's a thousand movies in this house ready to play. Literally. <laughs> Not a single moment did we say that. We just kept chugging along. I think that makes it the greatest movie in the world. Not any other movie does that. I have clients. You know what? They can't make it through Jurassic Park. What? Exactly. That's what I say every time. I've tried to get them to watch it like at least 700 times. At least. (laughs) You just start with the the, the T-Rex scene or something. Like maybe you just start and meteorized. That's just be that, like okay, yeah. Sure, start, start. Just re recut the movie. Oh, there you go. Recut the movie. The, not the director's cut, but the Scott, the the, the Book of Job cut. <laughs> right. Straight to Ian Malcolm right at the beginning. Be like, listen, here he is talking about chaos theory. Boom, shirtless. Bam, back of the car, getting chased by a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the right chronology. Just like shirtless Jeff Goldblum first, then dinosaurs, then Jeff Goldblum again. <laughs> Sam yeah, Neill nods. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Neill is a minor character. That there's no real John Hamm. There's no uh, Newman or whatever from. There's they're not the security guy. He's not in there. The kids. Really? You'd cut. You'd cut Newman out. Like I was actually going to oh. say him next. They don't even need to know why the park is going to shit. All they need to know is, you know, bad shit happens to good people. Is that really that's the lesson you have <laughs> from Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, have you have you thought about it at all over this last hundred and thirty episodes? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the lesson of Job, right? I was trying to relate it to your lawnmower man, which I, oh. yeah. I don't really. I didn't realize that was your reasoning. I thought you just wanted the shirtless scene up front for like the views. Hey, I, a man can have more than one goal here. <laughs> <laughs> and hold two different, uh, you know, I, it, it's a plus. You know, starting with Ian Malcolm shirtless, it's just a plus. Here's the real connection besides that, but also that. 
because Pierce Brosnan in this film is a shirtless scientist smoking and thinking about a hard problem due to chaos, like at least for 15 to 20% of the movie. This is the exact scene that Steven Spielberg copped, only for a very specific amount of time, which makes him an artist. But it's the exact scene he used that cemented Ian Malcolm in the imago conscious of the world forever. (laughs) Is there something going on in the background with the Ian? (laughs) What's going on? What? No, I, I thought I heard some background beeping noise and somebody went, oh, shit. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe I, I think Brownman's playing uh, oh, okay. a video game in the other room. Oh, okay. Um, I thought the microwave was going off. Interesting though. Uh, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> he, Scott just answered. Scott just answered your question about yeah, uh, Ian Malcolm. I, like, I did it off. well too. <laughs> you were totally not paying attention. <laughs> You're talking about how you took the the one scene, uh, the 20 minute scene, you boil it down and stole it as artwork. You just a flash in the pan version of uh, that scene from Lawnmower Man. They just kind of transplanted that into Ian Malcolm. Okay, but, okay, you did get it then. Yeah, I did. All right. But then I got by, by, by. I thought the background noises, but. What if, yeah, so what if there's uh, other examples of that where you can find other films? Like, is there some scene from another, is there an extended scene from another movie that they just transposed and stole? Like, um, some other classic scene, like Sam Neill fumbling with his belt buckle in the helicopter. It's like, yeah, that was, we took that from Saw. Yeah. Like, wow, that's very interesting. Where they got inspiration from all these scenes. What? How did Saw? I don't know. Somebody's struggling. In <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Steven Spielberg is a hack. I'm saying he <laughs> took all these best, awesome scenes and just boiled them down into a movie. And he's like, yeah, slap dinosaurs on it. Profit. Slap realistic dinosaurs that uh, leading paleontologists of the day, including Jack Horner, signed off on and were like, yeah, to our knowledge, this is good. Like, of course, today they would have more feathers and stuff. And in Jurassic World Dominion, you can expect feathered theropods, I assure you. That's good. Didn't the production get halted on that or something? No, it's, 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 it's completely filmed. I thought that's why uh, you sent me that Sam, the Sam Neill thing with them bonding because they it was shut down for COVID and they're all bonding together. No, that was them in quarantine together filming. Oh, while they were filming, okay. While they were filming, it was literally the stars of Jurassic Park, the original trio at that, with like Chris Pratt in the background and shit, like lived together in a house. That's pretty cool. This is like. It's, it's, it's a fucking sitcom. It's a fucking movie. Judd Apatow actually started writing a movie based on that exact uh, situation. It's very meta. Yeah. But, I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem, though, is that he's not using Sam... He, like, it has nothing to do with the Jurassic Park trio at all. It's like he invented characters and everything to put into this situation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude... Huge missed opportunity. Make it based on those people. Or use those people. 
<laughs> you guys are gonna have to get in character as yourselves from quarantine last year. Go, just do the quarantine thing again. This time we'll film it. Recreate the magic. Yeah, but they have some. They have some good film of it. Uh, Sam Neill on his Instagram account with Jeff Goldblum has a bunch of piano stuff. Has a bunch of piano little tunes for you to listen to. But it does make you wonder what they were like behind the scenes. What's the plot though of that movie? That's the problem. It's like they're just having a good time. What's what's the problem they gotta solve? <laughs> this is the most pleasant hour and a half we've ever witnessed. <laughs> you gotta that's why you probably didn't want to use the characters. It's like, all right. And then their quarantine was disrupted. It's just like real pleasant interactions and then like Jurassic Park fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like staying up late with each other, <laughs> like revealing the deep inner secrets of the hearts. Like, like, like Sam Neill's talking to fucking Jeff and he's like, sometimes I wish Alan Grant were gay. <laughs> and, then he, and then Jeff's like, I wish Ian were gay. <laughs> but like, it doesn't go any further. There's just tension. And then it goes to the next scene and like Laura Dern's, at the island in the kitchen drinking coffee reading at her tablet and Ian Malcolm no no I mean I mean Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill are at the coffee cup and like they're trying to pour coffee but like they both reach for it at the same time and it's awkward <laughs> no man what's with the skipping over the good stuff what is this fucking Stephanie Meyer fanfic I thought the whole point was the, for the sex scenes <laughs> no they don't fuck. fuck that's what I'm saying it's just tension yeah no release. Yeah, no, because they're from a different era. They don't they don't want to express their gay feelings or something. Wow. I don't know. I'm not a writer. Wonder like who else uh, has a bromance going on that just can't come out of the closet with, you know, like um isn't that like Patrick Stewart and uh, the guy who played Magneto? What the fuck is his name? Uh, Ian McKellen? Well Ian McKellen's Ian. openly gay. I think Patrick Stewart has a wife. Does he? I think. That's a back in the day you need one of those. Now you can do whatever you want. <laughs> what are you saying about Patrick Stewart? I <laughs> <laughs> himself is Ian McKellen the whole, the whole life. It's just, it's just his true love is Ian. Ian McKellen. I mean, I I'm, sometimes I feel that way. But a different yeah. Ian. Isabelle <laughs> 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 is just covered. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, no, but that doesn't make any sense because Ian and his wife. And his wife, but well, he's the Patrick Stewart, or no, I'm the Patrick Stewart. Who's Pat? We're both Patrick Stewart in this equation. <laughs> You're both. It's getting confusing now. That's why you're not a writer, Scott. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Where's the world building in this? Stick to the podcast, friend. Stay in your lane. Leave the gay fan fiction to the experts. Leave, leave the gay fan fiction to the experts. You, you. <laughs> Leave your barista dreams to someone else. Well, shit. So yeah, I'm the most open man in the universe because yeah, I, saw- I believe Lawnmower Man is a, one of the greatest films I've ever seen, and I've got proof. <laughs> you know, I'm willing to accept that. I'm trying to start a podcast network, which is like, wow, you got to be a pretty open guy to think that would ever work. And. I don't know. There's some other reasons, probably. You want an open relationship with your with your co-hosts? It's, it's, it's not all open. Natural. It's secret. 
It's, it's we're confused about it. We're not sure what it is. Let's just it's call confusing it and secret. And that's what I want. If it was open and like steady, like it would not appeal to me. I want a confusing secret, <laughs> mysterious. Alone now, you're like confusing, mysterious, secret. Yeah, that's how you make tension in a podcast. It's called unresolved plot points, and just keep them forever unresolved, and you've got yourself uh, a day in the life. Oh, dude, one life to lift news. I was talking to Sabelle the other day, and. I think <laughs> And she was like, she was like, I can't believe David named his podcast, his show, after a soap opera. Yeah. You did on purpose? No, I didn't. But that's what everybody says when I tell them it. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, like one life. And I say, yeah, like one life to live, but one life to lift. <laughs> I, I, think I think it's a good phrase. You know, it's like YOLO. <laughs> like, it's old school. It's like old school YOLO. You only live once. You know how old school it is? The average audience for that show is like 60 to 75. You know, eventually nobody will know the reference, so it'll be all be in the clear. <laughs> so we just wait, give it another 10 years. My audience will sh still stay probably the same, still target, still YouTube stats, same kind of viewers, viewership. And they'll be too old to know the fucking reference, so it'll be good. The, na the name will age well. But yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, I was more of a general hospital guy, really, than the one life to live. Live. Yeah, same thing. One life to lift. <laughs> Wait, you watched soap operas and like you knew of them, and you still named your outfit oh. one life to lift. In in a sense, if you consider day and having to hold a cereal with General Hospital on in the background because my mom was watching it, then yeah, I watched it as much as a man can watch while you know pounding down. Two to three bowls of cereal every day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, General Hospital gave me diabetes. Like, no, I think it was all the cereal. You guys still there? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. We're just, we're just both like, like waiting for this story to. I can't. <laughs> I didn't hear something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was like, oh, yeah, okay. How about I throw it out by a diabetes reference? <laughs> I like how that's the life. That's the life for after you see throw out. Well, I threw it out there to see if there's anybody out there, and there's no response. Like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I think I lost. Him. I think it's about time for a dance party. Can you guys hear this? I'm assuming you're playing the clip from before. Yeah, I am, but I'm in hearing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hearing it. Hearing that magic. What was your third story? Didn't you have like a, uh, you said you're open, you got the lawnmower man. And... Oh, yeah. Something about, aren't you, aren't you open to starting a new network of some sorts, Kat? Yeah, I need to find a way to come up with shows that generate me 2 million downloads a year. I did the math. Why that? Why, what's the math for? What's I'm not the gonna, end result? Well, the end result is like I'm the, I'm a media mogul. Right. You want to lead a critical mass where you can influence everyone with your two million two million uh, what downloads? I just want to influence people to pay me money mostly, but they'll be happy to give you your money though. That's the whole idea. Some sort of idol figure, some sort of like you know ideologue possibly, but I need to find a way to download get two million downloads a year. You guys don't have to be a part. You know we can keep Scott Cast this Illuminati little podcast. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want you to be reticent. I what what I need right now. How do I get two million downloads for any old podcast? What would be a good podcast to start? Like a lawnmower man retrospective. <laughs> That's <laughs> sure to get at least a million people. Droves. <laughs> <laughs> You, so you need just a, a new podcast that can go viral. I need I need like probably ten podcasts to do moderately well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it's- so you're calling on us to give you ideas for this? Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it is. I'm bringing it to the pod trust. He's mm-hmm. open, open to it. I'm I don't very know if open I'm the sort of person who can many people. I, can't you just? Call I'm me? the one who showed you lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, though, but like there's a bridge there that could be built. It's like this aesthetic, there's something to it, there's something genius in it, and we must parse it, we must find it. We cannot ignore it when we ask ourselves, What is art? What is love? What is life? We must embrace it and be it. For that is the reason. So we got one end of this bridge, but now we need that other end of the bridge, which is two million paying customers. If you just want to ideas for what to do that stuff that goes viral just go on tiktok scott just make podcasts based off of shit that people are doing but like do people on tiktok like even listen to podcasts like is that their thing like oh they see a guy who makes like a joke because like every time i go on tiktok and i see an asshole make something i'm like okay this asshole made something i don't give a shit i'm not gonna fucking like see look into his life i'm not gonna check his profile i'm not gonna See if he has a podcast and listen to it. I'm just going to skip. I'm going to skip ahead. And I'm going to loathe everything I see. I'm going to cast disdain upon it and hatred and spite from my soul to the ether of that digital universe. So that's how I feel with TikTok. So I don't think it's a a good conversion medium with podcasting. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm more about uh, just, you need to find some viral shit that people want to share, you know, like, oh my God, you hear what this asshole is saying? Uh, here, listen to this. We need to get celebrities that, uh, on and we need to get them to say racy things. That's basically what fucking Alex Jones does. He's just like, what sounds interesting? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's fucking true or not. Let's just fucking go off on a tangent and just people like, wow, that's crazy. Let me share it with my friends. But he's also Listen. on trial for insurrection. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a void. There's a void. <laughs> so we got to find something that appeals to everybody, right? People love conspiracy. You were playing around with some ideas about water. It's baculum society. Yeah. Um, water makes up like seventy percent of the earth and like sixty percent of your body. Uh, we would all die without it. That seems pretty important. That's a, that's a universal appeal. Okay, so control the water supply. If you don't listen to my podcast, you can't drink yeah. water. Or we can spread misinformation about water and yeah, scare people into giving us money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the water will make the frogs gay. Yeah. Oh, conspiracy shit. <laughs> Alex Jones, conspiracy shit. Let's go... Just make up conspiracy theories. Well, let me tell you about uh, the water (laughs) up in this country. 
The liberals up in the, up in Washington D.C., the elite uh, Illuminati, they they got some uh, chemicals that uh, you go put it in the water and they make you want to listen to Skycast. Uh, I gotta tell you, drink as much water as you can, folks, because this shit is gold. Everyone gets hyponatremia. <laughs> yeah, people are like, is this a heat stroke? No, I just been drinking this damn water, Scott. I gotta keep drinking it. <laughs> Scott Cast is still not entertaining. It's still not entertaining. <laughs> you gotta have a disclaimer from the Surgeon General warning for every episode. Listening to Scott Cast may be harmful to your health. We're not responsible for anybody who harms himself by drinking too much water and shit like that because of Scott Cast. Yeah. Also, buy our water here off our website. It's the uh, mind, con- mind control free water, untainted water. Yeah. But, like, secretly, it's the one with the mind control ingredients in it. Yes, just the taint. Just the taint. taint. Just the taint. <laughs> when you want some water and you want to drink, but you don't know what to do, just the taint. Just the taint. Just the taint. <laughs> so there we go. We got a, we got an idea for podcasts and a product to sell on it. That's that's uh, both steps. Well... Yeah, just just take this conversion on those conspiracy theories is key. You just gotta you gotta create the fear, sell the product for the fear, profit. We went. We have water. That's a good thing to get everyone to fear. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere, man. <laughs> what else? What else can we make people fear and then like profit off the, the information hoarding? Pooping. Okay. Yeah. Well, Every, everyone poops. Why everyone doesn't poop. <laughs> there, there's literature about that. Yeah. Everyone at the same time? Not at the same time. What, what do you mean at the same time? What are you going Have you for? ever synchronized your poop with anybody? That's the question now being raised on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm confused why we're talking about pooping in the first place. Because we're getting people to fear it because everybody does it. So if, like, if we can get people to be like, don't poop. That's how the aliens know where you are. That's why when I talked about the aliens that didn't poop, like on that one episode, we talk about the and so like my you know if you have my character for Chuck Tingleverse, he doesn't poop. He just magically <laughs> has little dust particles that radiate out from him. Be like, ah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that guy doesn't poop. I We're love that the- part of that podcast. I'm gonna replay it for everyone. Right now, insects they they get everything like everything kind of diffuses into them. It's not like how we get our uh, nutrients. I don't want to go too much in the video, but basically, I was so I was thinking, well, what if aliens had that same kind of thing? So they just they just excrete everything, like so that you eat something and then instead of pooping it out, you just uh, excrete it like through diffusion. It's like it's like oh magic dust floating away from you. Like what's that? And you're like oh that's our shit. <laughs> You know, like you see, like these <laughs> mystical aliens, and they got like this this phosphorescent glow to them, and it's just diffusing light. You know, in, in this spectacular magic dust, and you're like, "What is that? Is that their aura?" You're like, "Yeah, that's them. Uh, they're taking a dump on you." So they understand the context of that deep fucking pull, <laughs> because right now we're about ten minutes into this podcast, <laughs> so it is now a clip show. <laughs> Wow, that was great. Well, it is the episode for to help you find it because it's probably fucking buried in there. 
it was uh it was when we were talking about aliens and i was like oh, well, we were talking about like basic human functions and i was like yeah well like what if you didn't what if you remove something and then i was like yeah what if you if you couldn't poop what happened you just fucking radiated it out it's osmosis or diffusion i should say we, we all just heard it man yeah, well, I know, but I'm telling for you, you're not gonna be able to fucking find it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you a little context, he's gonna be like, "Shit, what do I do with this?" Anyways, you, you heard the clip. We never finished doing the Chuck fucking Tingleverse thing. That's yeah, fine. we need to do a well. Yeah, shit. we should definitely do that. Yeah, well, fan favorite yeah. Ian Dixon himself is about to be completely immune from COVID nineteen for Hell the vaccination, yeah. which means we should do an RPG. Yes. Tingleverse meets Scottcast. Scott Tingleverse. Is this going to be part of the podcast network, the, our uh, live Tingleverse playthrough? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I told you before that streaming, I mean, I tell you, I tell you, good idea. Let me just say that. Okay. Let me just preface that. You shoot the idea down, but later you realize that's yeah, genius. Hey, you know what we should do? Fucking stream us playing D&D, but like fucking Tingleverse D with Sneaky D. Sneaky D and D, yeah. I think you have this way of like speaking to my unconscious, where it doesn't want to fucking hear it. But like it hears, but it immediately is like shoot it down, shoot it down. <laughs> the unconscious just naturally knows to seek and destroy. It's like the immune system; it just fucking instantly happens. Excessive inflammation, uncontrolled response. But then later, after you survive the attack, it's like no, no, this is good. Yeah, and b with that, I also need like two million downloads. So as many podcasts as we can get out there, the better. I feel like uh, uh, people would—I don't know if people would, like just listen to the podcast, but I don't think anyone would like it. We should maybe <laughs> try it out first before we record. I know I was uh, just bragging about how it was my idea, but I didn't say anyone would ever listen. <laughs> I'm saying audio only. I don't know, but I say you stream that shit. It's highly entertaining. You get lots of people to join in, and they'd be like, "Hey, were you like us? Think we're uh, funny people? Listen to us talk on a podcast." Boom. If we stream what now? I would the Tingleverse thing. Yeah, he wants us to stream the butt fucking RPG. I would uh -huh. Hamtramck Avengers uh, D and D. It's the Hamtramck Avengers universe, and. People can influence on the stream. They can be like, like, oh, uh, what's going to happen in this situation? Uh, oh, here's here's the role. Oh, look, it's like I came up a little bit short. If only there was some magical intervention. And then cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh, look at that. We got uh, one of our streamers just sent in a little boost. Looks like we get to re-roll. Hey, oh. <laughs> you be fucking rolling in the cash. What's with the, what's with, what's with people just like, donating to streamers like all the time like tip jar style like what's driving that like why don't we have people shoving money down our pants right yeah i don't know who has that kind of cash it's the same person who has the free time you're rich you don't gotta fucking work you watch why you're watching so. much and you're like yeah life is boring but i love these guys these guys are great man yeah let me stick this down your pants <laughs> yeah Critical role, motherfucker. <laughs> Rolling these nuts. I own this show. Look at that $5 tip I just gave. Right? That's like the only thing I can think of sometimes when I'm watching the Twitch stream. As much as I love Master Charles, it's just like, 
people show up and then like they make a donation, make a subscribe, make a follow, and then like all these bells and whistles go off and shit like that. It's like they ever tried? Is this illegal? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I should be suggesting this on air, but you pit the people against each other. Just like, all right, you're on the red. Okay. There's, you know, it's like in um, fucking World of Warcraft where they got the two lead, the factions that are always fighting each other, you know? That's a big thing, right? Just take that concept of like there's an eternal battle going on between two different uh, sides, a, a partisan thing, if you will. And you're like, okay, well, we're playing the RPG and who's going to win the battle here? And they got the people who are on the, the fan favorite side. And then you got the people on the sneaky D side and we're doing fucking battle. In this Chuck Tingleverse, there's butt sex everywhere. It's going crazy. It's like an orgy battle of the century. And you got the people that are just throwing money on either side because they want their orgy to win. Oh, competitive orgies. Competitive orgies that are fueled monetarily. <laughs> Whoever throws the most cash, it's like a fundraiser battle kind of thing. <laughs> this cash is going straight to lube, fellas. Let's go. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you need more lube. <laughs> Lobbing the bombs, <laughs> dude. That'd be. Have there, has there ever been a battle like an epic battle in the Chuck Tingleverse for an, or, an orgy battle? Um, honestly, I can't find a lot about like people's campaigns. There's one other podcast that has done like a Tingleverse uh, campaign. Dude, we could totally own the Tingleverse campaign space. Yeah. See what, they're, see what they're up to. We'll do it ten times better. Problem solved. The big the big pod's coming in. Yeah. Here it is. Podcast moving in. You know, I didn't think that we'd come up with with an with an answer to to the grand query of I need two million downloads a year so I can live off it. <laughs> but fuck, we've come up with it. We're gonna own Tingleverse RPG podcasting. When people think of butt sex and podcasting for entertainment's sake, they're going to be thinking about us. Long into the night. Yeah, they're going to be patreoning us because they're going to want to they're going to want to submit doodles and have us like send a message to them after. I'm <laughs> recruit like sex addicts and stuff like that for uh, and it's going to be a real problem. Be, now the new addiction is going to be watching our stream. Yeah. And they can't stop giving us all their money and then we get in legal problems. But that's okay because we'll pay for it with all of our money. <laughs> uh, our influence. <laughs> I think it'd be fun, man. Yeah. So, anyways, what have we learned today, guys? That sometimes life throws a robe and you just gotta you just gotta handle that the best that you can. Yeah. You know, God you just gotta do your job. You, you just yeah, tough girl. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you gotta wash your hands of the shit other times you just gotta swim in the shit that's what we did today we swam in shit <laughs> we... <laughs> it, was good, it was a rolling good time I think this podcast might be I like it's going to be nigh unlistenable possibly mm-hmm. but my favorite podcast almost by far to have recorded because even though we suck dick with technological issues and shit and like it's going to be like 10 minutes of content it was fun i enjoyed it yeah you know that's what it's about man exactly it's about the process man 
about the process. It's about the journey. It's about the That's the like travel. Video when I did got fifty five views. Like it's about the process, man. It's not about the views. <laughs> I was one of the men. Some guy. Let's well, pimp it. What's the title? What's the art? What's the, the video title? <laughs> we'll say it. Someone YouTube it. We'll put it in the links. Oh yeah. Oh fuck! I don't know. It was one of those clickbait titles. I don't know. Yeah, it was like, "Do you want rock hard abs?" Oh, this is what I learned. I trained abs for thirty days. Was it a waste of time? Uh, was diet, and then it like it was the best I could do with the word count limit to get as clickbaity as possible. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy there was some guy named Seth who like responded back. He's like, "Man, you're so your quality your stuff." There's always like some random person like comments. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like a fan, awesome. And then they're like, "Your stuff is so good. You don't have any 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 followers. It's so weird. You're so, you're, you're so good." And I'm like, "Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, it's not about the views though. You know, it's about it's about the fucking art. You know, it's about the process." But meanwhile, see, you're like, like crying and like cutting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like. Hey, I love you, and it always ends up, I love you, man. I love you, too. Well, I watched that fucking video live, live premiere style. That was fun, yeah. It was, it was pretty funny, though. It was me, Scott Science, and some of your other uh, clients. The idea of the video, you were trying to show, like, how to get have cut-ass abs, right? And you did some experiments, and you did some glory shots. <laughs> Yeah, one, yeah. One, of, one of the people commented, they were like, I didn't think it was going to be R-rated. Like, you had, like... <laughs> you had this one shot where you were like <laughs> fucking gyrating in front of the camera, <laughs> like Dick Root was showing. <laughs> I got so jacked, gyrating. <laughs> gyrating. <laughs> you want to know the secret, baby? <laughs> anyway. I'm glad I mentioned that. <laughs> I know it's going to get clipped for another fucking slightly animated series. I know that after the bulk, bulk broken scandal. Yeah. I think, I think the best use of that is like, I'm going to loop the part where you're like gyrating weirdly naked in front of the camera. You know, I made sure that there was, you could at least see a part that there was, you're going to clip it. You're just going to fucking crop it. I made sure you could see my waistline. <laughs> But what I'm gonna do is like I think like there's gonna be like a scene where we all go to your place or something, and like we're talking and we're having a conversation like whatever. But in the background there's a TV and it's just that on loop. Green screen it with a green screen and just transpose it. Something. I don't know. That's what I learned today. Yeah. I learned what I'm doing next. <laughs> For a second. When we play Tingleverse, that should be on a loop on a TV in the room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. That's where we are, man. I'll gyrate for you guys on zombies. How about that? Thank you. And then you're gonna we're gonna kill you also. Yeah. I'll gyrate as I'm dying. But you get to write puns. Yeah. I feel like you would gyrate if you're being stung to death by zombies or whatever they do. Yeah, you have to, to somehow die sexy. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll do like a little pouty face. <laughs> Fucking die. <laughs> a little dark face or some shit. <laughs> I'd be like, do it for the gram. Peace out, world. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds fun. All right. We need to have a production meeting, Ian, about getting props and in, in, in a script. Yeah. When you want to do that? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. We'll just hang out. 
I feel like uh, oh. prime time for filming would be like spring summer. Yeah, because bees, coming. right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be out of town, FYI, end of March. So maybe when I get back from that or something. Oh, I'm not planning on having anything done that soon. <laughs> <laughs> right? You start planning. 90 pages of script. <laughs> uh, you know, it's stuff takes longer than you think. You're like, oh, I'll just bang it out in a weekend. You know, but just next thing you know, it's like, ah, it's winter now. Yeah. This <laughs> film during the summer when it was warm. I think we could do it. I, th- I think we're the kind of production company that that values just charging ahead no matter what enough. <laughs> <laughs> charging ahead no matter what. That's the. But what 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 would be a good company name for your production company? The offshoot of Scott Cast Productions. Were we gonna do a uh, palatable productions? Oh right, yeah. Palatable? No, palatable. You mean, you mean palatable? Yeah. <laughs> it's palatable. Yeah, that's what we mean. But it's gonna be a little platypus. Platypus, yeah. That's good. And he's gonna be like, Why? Why God? Yeah, he hates life. <laughs> <laughs> and then our fans, it'll be platypuses. Platypuses. I mean, I'm not sure how you conjugate that. I'm not sure well not conjugate. I'm not sure how you pluralize that, but there you go. Like platypussies? I feel like that would be a good name for the fan base. So shit, let's let's wrap this podcast up before I don't know what to do with it. Okay. All right. Uh how do we do the thing? It's that's just the same, right? Yeah. Do I do, just it, do the thing? Yeah. Sure. Well, when I'm present, I guess. Well, okay. Give it a shot, David. See if you do it right. Well, from all of us here at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, not otherwise known as Scottcast. I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. I, I mean, not otherwise known as Scottcast. Not otherwise known as Scottcast? It is otherwise known as Scottcast. I thought you told me that it was just the super colorful original. You want me to do a decree right now? Oh, no, 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 no. That's the, we, need to do, we need to do that later. <laughs> okay. Okay, in, in conclusion, there's no decree. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, still, still the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I'm your Dread Pod King. These are your people. Yeah, fuck it. Hell, hell Scottcast. <laughs> Glory be to Scottcast. Scott See you later, Scottcastigators. Yeah, bid the adieu, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>